Hey, Rob, what do you think of our funky new football in Berkshire branding? They're great, Tom. Who's made them? They've been created by friend of FIB, Ellis Woods, who runs his own creative agency, Flare Media. He's heavily involved in grassroots football and kindly sponsors this very podcast. That's great. What else do they do? Well, it's funny you should say that, Rob. Ellis offers affordable digital marketing, digital and print branding like logos, banners, flyers and business cards, as well as website content creation and management. Go and have a look at flaremedia.online and tell Ellis we sent you. Hello and welcome to the Berkshire Football Stories podcast with me, Tom Canning, and him, Rob Davis. This is our pub, but not in a pub chat podcast we're doing daily to try and keep ourselves and all of you busy during the lockdown. You can see more podcasts from us by searching Berkshire Football Stories on your favourite podcast app. You can also follow us on Twitter at FI Berkshire and find out more at www.footballinberkshire.co.uk. Today, our very special guest is Bracknell Town's Football Operations Director, Mark Tallentire, who joins us on the phone. Hello, Mark. Yeah, hi, Tom. Uh, How are you? Coping all right? Yeah, yeah, very, very well. Just uh, obeying all the, the lockdown rules and uh, keeping my head down until it all blows over. Indeed. Hopefully uh, mm-hmm. that sooner rather than later. Yeah, fingers crossed. We can all uh, we can all get out and about again at, at some point. Um, you you obviously have uh, you you are a very well known name within especially kind of within the sort of the the surrounds of Bracknell and the local area in terms of sort of non-league football Um, you've had a long and may I say successful career as a manager Um, and I vaguely remember you as a player as well Um, although I think you you quite often had a broken leg when uh, whenever I was uh, whenever I was watching you trying to watch you play football Um, what what I guess where um, where we where I wanted to start with is kind of when you, when did you become a manager? When did you decide to become a manager? Because that was your your kind of your first that was your first real real kind of role that I was aware of you of. Yeah, so basically, I would uh, it sort of all happens. Um, I took my first steps into management really just uh, running a Sunday team, and um, it was just all our friends. We were just all playing together on a Sunday as as mates used to. Um, and you know, one season we didn't. You know, we had a good side, a good group of lads, and uh, and someone said, "Oh, we need someone to run the team." And uh, and one of the guys asked me, and I just said, "Well, okay, yeah, you know, everyone's in agreement. I'll do it." So and that's how it started, really. And that and that team was uh, the Winter Royals. Okay. Um, so yeah. So when you when you kind of during your playing career, where did you where did you start out? How did that how did that all go? So yeah, I started off at so I always wanted to play for Bracknell um, ever since I was young. Um, I, I, I started playing in the youth team round about sort of seventy six something like that, um, and, uh, and and then that obviously went into uh, reserve team football um, and then obviously I sort of did quite well in reserve team football and then um, Stephen Clark was the manager at the time of the first team and uh, he gave me my debut I think it was away at, um, at Chatham in the uh, in the old London Spartan League um, but yeah so that was how it all uh, that's how it all started um, and uh, I, I, I sort of 
flitted in and out the first team, going with the first team, then playing for the reserves for a, a few seasons there at, at Bracknell. Um, at, the, at the time as well, my brother was playing for a, um, a, a local team and um, he was always on at me about sort of perhaps going over there and, and having a game with them. Um, so, you know, every now and again, if, if, when we, like young people do, if you weren't quite enjoying it at Bracknell, I'd go and, you know, I'd go and have a game for, uh, for, for my brother's team. So, um, But, yeah, I always, uh, I always wanted to play first team football for Bracknell. It was, uh, it, was, it was a big deal to me when I was younger, so, yeah. You say uh, you always wanted to play for them. Were you a, f- a fan growing up then? Did you go to many Bracknell games? Or was it just it was the sort of the local club that you wanted to uh, appear for? Yeah, it was. Uh, it, I wasn't a fan at all. Um, I did, my first sort of time I, I went to the ground, because back in those days, uh, the, the youth team weren't allowed to sort of play on the ground as such. Um and then, you know, I remember we played in a, a, a little tournament thing there one summer and, um, and you know, and I thought, yeah, I want to play here. And, and uh, really, that's how, it all, that's how it all began. Um, obviously, you went, on to, you went on to manage Bracknell with your, with your brother, Clive. Um, mm-hmm. You, and we'll talk maybe a little bit about kind of what I remember of you as a player, maybe a little bit later on, but... With, with with Clive, you you went on and actually um, you you and he were were in charge of the team probably arguably during their their their, their biggest ever football match their, their and certainly their most successful run in the FA Cup. What can you tell us a little bit about that and what that was that was like? That was um, when 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 we went to Lincoln City, uh, of course. For anybody not aware, but that was um, just a just an absolutely phenomenal period of time. Yeah, it was. Uh, to be fair, it was uh, it was really really exciting. Because, um, uh, you know, going back before that, I I sort of had a the season before that before I took the job with Clive at Bracknell. I'd sort of I started off at Bracknell. Now I had a change of manager, and um, Brian Broom, who was playing for Bracknell at the time, he ended up sort of going to Wokingham, uh, getting transferred to Wokingham, and then a few weeks later. You know, the, the new manager came in and it, 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 things weren't quite working out for me. So, Broomey sort of suggested that I'll go and play a few games for Wokingham. So, I went and signed for Wokingham Town and, uh, and and ended up having a great season with them. And, uh, yeah, I was sort of looking forward to pushing on with Wokingham, really. Um, and then Dave Meyer rang me up and sort of said, look, uh, you know, would you like to come in and have a chat you and your brother about perhaps uh, uh, doing the first team at Bracknell. So that's how it all sort of started. Um, and uh, yeah, it's sort of that was my first uh, my first job in Brack uh, in uh, proper what I call proper football. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you know, it's a, and, and and it was perfect really because Clive had been uh, managing at Fleet Town. Um, and although I, you know, was running, I was I was still running the Winter Royals, and we had a, you know, we had an exceptional team. Um, you know, we had most of the top players in Bracknell playing for that team, and we were also playing in the, the FA Sunday Cup and um, things like that. So um, it it was a natural progression for, for for us, and you know, basically we just uh, Bracknell sort of been run along the lines of. 
you know, people from outside the, the town running the running the club and bringing players from outside the town. So we turned that around straight away and sort of said, you know, let's have people from uh, players from Bracknell playing for Bracknell, um, and um, that's what we did. And um, you know, and, and obviously the first season that we were there, we we sort of did quite well in the league. Then of course the second season we. Uh, we, we got things perfect, got off to a great start. I think we went sort of 16 games unbeaten in the league and started that uh, that famous cup run, which uh, was uh, was quite unbelievable at the time. Um, you know, the further you go in it, the more exciting it yeah. becomes and the more uh, other, other things sort of come into play when, when you start getting further down the line or further towards that first round proper and... You know, you, all of a sudden you've got TV cameras at the ground filming the training. Um, everyone wants to, to do a story on you. You've got people ringing you up, looking to, um, you know, speak to you about how, how things are going. So, it, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a bit of an eye-opener. Um, and uh, it was, uh, but it was, a, it was a thoroughly enjoyable uh, time, you know, to be involved at the club. Like I say, we had a fantastic group of players as well, um, and you know they were, they were they were a credit to the club. To be honest with you, they we had uh, we had quite a lot of young players playing for us at the time, and um, you know, it was a it was it was a real real feat to get that team to the uh, to the first round of the <laughs> FA Cup. And I, I think I think our budget was two hundred and fifty quid a week. Right. So. That's uh, now. I always, I always think to myself, I wonder how many people have got to the first round of the FA Cup on a budget <laughs> of two hundred. <laughs> was um how how was that distributed? Was that was that was there one big earner, or was it sort of all just? No, no, it was uh, it was all shared out, you know, equally. You couldn't give it to one person. Yeah, you know, we didn't all work like that, so it was all uh, it was all shared out equally. To be fair. So the, the, this, this obviously, this was the the two thousand two thousand and one FA Cup, and I, I've just counted it out. There's six games, and and arguably, obviously, Lincoln City was the culmination of the hard work. But actually, the incredible game was that one before against Aylesbury United, um, and I remember being in the end that Bracknell were defending in the second half, and it was, it was one of those one of those afternoons where you just thought they are never going to score. Aylesbury, they, I think they were two three divisions higher than Bracknell, and it was just one of those afternoons where you just thought. The, the the lad in goal Lee Copy, um, you know he'll never have another game like that in his life, uh, and and mm. they they just they were never going to score, but of course before that there was the there was the penalty that Bracknell got and Gary Holtzman scored, um, what do you remember of that because it was quite a controversial penalty at the time. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, you know, you, you can't. Uh, I've got, I not actually see, you know, because the dugouts, the position of the dugouts, yeah. house, we were quite different. To see that, but it looked a penalty from where we were sitting. Of course, um, uh, once everyone went up and, and asked for the penalty, I think I, I think I think I thought it was a penalty, and I think the ref did, and he was he's the main guy who gives the penalty. So yeah, um, you know, once he decided it was a penalty, we, we, you know, it, it was great for us, and and obviously, uh, you know, we had a we had a really really um, reliable penalty taker in, in Gary Gary Holtzman, very rarely missed. Had a wonderful left foot on him, and um, yeah, he, uh, he he slid that in the bottom corner. And then, like you say, you know, we we lost Hutty. Um, yeah, he had a fitness test 
a day before the game and we knew that he couldn't play. Um, we ended up uh, going with Lee. He was only 17 and uh, he actually had probably the best game of his entire life. Um, which was like, you know, just one of those one of those stories that goes uh, yeah. with the FA Cup. Yeah, he was uh, <laughs> he was incredible. He had an incredible game. But I think at the end of the day, I think I think we um, I think we deserved to win that game. And because uh, I, I thought we played ever so well, um, and uh, uh, yeah, we took our chance and we and we kept a clean sheet as well, which was you know which was yeah. fantastic. And we who can ever forget that. That whole end, you know, where that great big duck. <laughs> yeah. Fans. I don't think I've ever seen so many Bracknell fans at a game. It was like incredible. <laughs> it was. It was incredible. What, uh, oh, carry on, Tom. No, sorry, sorry, go on, Rob. I was just going to say that uh, you know we'll probably uh, get off the FA Cup run in a minute, but um, what do you remember about? Um, Everything around the first uh, the first round game when uh, playing Lincoln, like getting there and um, uh, uh, the whole atmosphere around the ground uh, around the game. What was it like that first round tie? Yeah, I, I remember it as if it was yesterday, Tom. To be to be honest with you, <laughs> uh, uh, Rob. Sorry. Um, it, it, yeah, it was. Uh, it, it was the whole thing. The build up to the game was 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 unbelievable. Um, we, um, we, you know, we stayed in the Hilton Hotel in Nottingham, and uh, and, and Wimbledon were uh, playing Nottingham Forest um, on the same day as we were playing, and so we went down for breakfast. So we had breakfast next to the next to the Wimbledon team, and uh, you know, once found out that we were playing in the FA Cup against Lincoln, they, you know, they were, uh, wanted us to do well and, and win the game, obviously, and uh, we had, had some good banter with them. Um, but yeah, going to the grounds, um, getting there it was uh, yeah. It was sort of, once we got there, it was the, you could sort of feel uh, feel the nervousness if you like of the squad because we'd had you know we had team meetings in the morning at the hotel, uh, went for all our set plays and um, named the team as well. Um, so you know we we we've done all our work really in, in uh, at the hotel. And just really, it was just about getting to the ground and then concentrating on trying to get into the, you know, to the next round. Now, both myself and Clive went to watch uh, Lincoln um, the week, I think it was about eight days before. Um, and, uh, you know, we knew that uh, we were going to be in for a, uh, you know, it was going to be a tough test for us. They were very, very good um, at what they did. And they had a fantastic manager as well, and John Steele, who, you know, who was a, uh, you know, an absolute non-league legend. Um, uh, uh, you know, so it, you know, we knew that it was going to be a tough ask. But yeah, you know, when we arrived there, you know, usual stuff. They they had their their music belting out the dressing room, um, and you know, they'd obviously cocked the ball cock on the uh, on the urinal that was hanging on the wall, and our dressing room was flooded. <laughs> so we quick, we quickly uh, we quickly undone that and. Uh, got, you know, uh, and mopped it all up and cleaned it up when the players uh, came in and set the dressing room up. So, yeah, little tricks like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, then the, the whole day really was, uh, you know, that, although the result was um, was disappointing in the end, uh, you know, because I, I thought, I didn't think we played as well as what we could have done um, on the day. Um, uh, yeah, it was disappointing to lose that um, 
to lose like that. Uh, I think we lost, I think it was 4 0. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I think there was another non league club in the first round as well, and they drew a football league side, and I think they lost 9 0 or something like that. So I was like, so after the end of the game, we were like, well, thank God that never happened yeah. to us. But yeah, we had some, uh, yeah, that particular day, we had one or two players who had played some incredible. Uh, and an incredible 90 minutes. And I remember Danny Oliphant. I was going to say. Probably one of our our standout players on the day. I remember he's only 17, 18, and he, he was marking their captain, and um, he, uh, you know, he, he played an unbelievable game. Um, as did, you know, a few of the other lads. And we, you know, we, we didn't, uh, we didn't play, like I say, as well as what I thought we, we could do. But, um, yeah, it was just it was amazing getting there and uh, seeing all the. Uh, I, this is one fact I do know. I, mean, I think they, I think they catered for um, sixty people. Um, uh, 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 and, and I think we had about sort of three or four hundred in that end, didn't we? Something yeah. like that. Them was packed out. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it, it was uh, it was a special day. But uh, like I say. Um, it, it, you know, the worst thing about it was just losing on the yeah. day. It's, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, sometimes you have to have a look at who you're playing against. We were a Theodore Division Three side uh, in the first round proper. <laughs> um, you know, they were in, in the third division of the football league. So, did you did yeah. you ever think you could win it? Was there a did you? I mean, because obviously all managers will tell you, and you'll go into games going, "We could, we you know, right rubber the green, we could do this today." Did you did you ever think, yeah, we can we could do this today? Yeah, 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 we did. We did. We felt that, um, you know, they had areas in it that, that, that we could, uh, little weaknesses that we could exploit, um, areas of their game. And, and it was one of them where we had, we had to play well above our, you know, our, our usual capabilities. And, you know, they would have had to have had an absolute nightmare on the day for us to have won. But, you know, those sort of games do happen in the FA Cup. Um I remember saying to the players before we went out, um, you know, make sure you, you give it your all. You don't have any regrets when you come back in afterwards. Um, and, and like first and foremost, you know, try and win the game and enjoy yourself. Because, um, you, you know, you might not ever be in this position ever again. Um, and I, I thought our players were quitting themselves fantastically well on the day. Uh, despite the result, as as, uh, as someone who was there on the day, I can I can absolutely uh, I can completely agree with that, and I don't think um, anybody was disappointed with the result. To be honest, it was it was a brilliant day out, and and that's what it was. It was it was it was just terrific. All all of it was brilliant. Um, yeah, well, that was Tom. You you know you use that phrase, you know, a day out, and that's what we were trying to. Yeah. You know, we were, we put into the players. We weren't going there for a day out. Yeah. You know, we were going there. Try and win the game. Of course, um, yes. As much as the players, you know, we, we sort of concentrated to do that. I know the fans had a fantastic yeah. day out, but <laughs> it weren't a day out. It was a, it was a, you know, let's try and get into that second round. I, I think I think my only disappointment was I just I wish we'd had a goal. I wish yeah, I wish we'd yeah. scored. That would have just been the, the the absolute icing on the cake then at that point. But you know, as you say, it's different for for fans and for the players. For the team, you've got to get them up and ready. And and for us, it's just a just a terrific, terrific, uh, terrific afternoon. Um, 
Rob, I'm sorry. We I could talk to I could talk about this all day. I, I'm sure Tally, you could as well. But let's um, let's let's <laughs> exactly, yeah. let's move so, it on. I've said, do you want me to pile off and I'll uh, <laughs> leave you to talk about <laughs> Bracknell's Cup run of the uh, um, 01 season? Mark, let's let's move it on just a little bit. You you obviously you then yeah. you, you and Clive stepped down. Um, you had yeah. you took over uh, as uh, you, you sorry you came in um, and worked with Alan Taylor for a little while. Um, you actually re-registered as a player and scored quite a memorable goal. Um, it was against Paulton Rovers. Do you remember much about that goal? Yeah, yeah, remember it. Remember it really well. I was uh, I was forty five as well when I scored that goal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, at the time, I was the oldest player to score for the first team with Bracknell. Rob Scully rung me up and told me that. <laughs> um, and uh, and then I think a couple of seasons later, when Bracknell were, were playing in the Hellenic League, with, I think Nebs was managing the team. Then I think McAverman scored a goal when he was about forty-seven. Yes, and he, he took he, he took great pride in ringing me up and telling me that he'd scored. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I do, do, I do remember a lot about that, and that was a massive game for us as well because we were sort of you know. Every year in that division, it seemed like it was a relegation yeah. battle, you know, because we were putting that um, that that sort of southern league, and we kept them going up to Birmingham every other week. Yeah, it was a you know, it was a very very tough ask um, for the for the team, you know, to um, play at the levels that we were asked to play at. Um, and I remember that game um, really well because it was so important that we that we got three points out of that match. And I remember Alan saying to me, "We've got so many injuries, Tal." He said, "You know, I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to, have to name you as a sub on on Saturday." So I said to Al, "Well, you know, if I'm going to be a player, I'd like to prepare as a player." So, so I did, and I, I sort of, um, you know, took my assistant manager's hat off, if you like, and concentrated and as being a player. Um, but at the time, I was still playing as well because, uh, you know. Uh, I was playing some Sunday football and uh, also I was playing for a Vets team as well at the time. So, you know, I, I was quite comfortable playing. I was training a couple of times a week as well with the lads. So I felt, you know, I could go out there and, and do the job if asked. And then after about 15 minutes, I, I remember, I think it might have been Gav, um, he came off. Uh, Gav Taylor and um, injured and, uh, and, and Al gave him the nod to go on and yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, but I remember the, the thing I remember about the goal the most is I remember Ben Woosley going into this massive tackle. And if you've ever played with Ben, you'll know that, like, you know, if you just hang around him a little bit, he can't pass the ball. But the, the ball just seems to squirm out from one of his tackles, and you know, and that's exactly what I did. I just sort of supported him a little bit. He went into this tackle, and the ball sort of dropped nicely for me. Um, I just pushed it out. Of the, front of my foot and yeah and no one closed me down so I had a shot and thank god it went in and, uh, <laughs> and then, then I went running up to all you guys that were in the crowd and, and like jumped into the, do you remember like, I yep. jumped into the crowd and uh, <laughs> afterwards the ref gave me a yellow card and obviously said to him flipping out ref the last time I played you could do that <laughs> <laughs> You know, so yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was a, uh, it was, it was a good moment, and we ended up going on to win that match as yeah. well, which you know, um, which even more, you know, not just for me, it was a great thing for me to happen uh, for me, but personally, but 
you know, for the team, it was uh, it was a massive three points, and uh, you know, I think we went on to win that game three one, which um, you know gave us a little bit of a springboard to go on a little run um, after that as well. So yeah. Uh, and and of course, after after being assistant manager at Bratton, you went on to you went on to Binfield, and um, I'd, I'd possibly say arguably became their their most successful manager in terms of in terms of trophies picked up. Um, what what did because you, you were on, and by this point you were you were managing by yourself at that point. Um, what was that like, and 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 what was Binfield like as a club then? Well, it was very it, it, at the time. I think uh, I think Richard. I think Richard Whitty was running Binfield at the time. Yes, you might be right, actually. Uh, I think, I can't, can't quite remember. I'm sure he, I'm sure he was. Um, well, anyway, I, I sort of went in there. I, I remember um, I had a conversation with Rob Jones, the then chairman at, uh, at Binfield, and I sort of, he sort of vaguely asked me whether I'd be interested in doing it. And I sort of said, well, you know, I wasn't too sure because it was... You know they were they were playing in the uh, Eastern Division of the Hellenic League, and you know when you've sort of been in the Southern League or in the Isthmian League, you, you know it's a bit of a it was a, I was looking at it as perhaps a little bit of a step backwards. But once I got in there and sort of spoke to Rob, and uh, and and then obviously Steve Steve McClurg was uh, was uh, brought in as well. So me and Steve done the uh, done the team. Um, in that uh, in that first season in the Eastern Division, and we managed to win the league um, and get the team promoted. Steve stepped down, and then um, yeah, our, I think our first game in the Hellenic League was Highworth away, and uh, um, and we beat them one nil. Um, like I think Wibbs, I think Carl Wibbs scored an absolute storming goal, and um, and then we hung on for dear life. And uh, um, it was uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, it, it, that's how it all sort of began um, at, at Binfield, and uh, yeah, it was it, it was. Uh, but I mean, you know, to be fair, it was a lot of work to do there. It was, it was still, you know, there was a lot of things in place there that uh, that would sort of, you know, still run as a really like a junior football club, if you like. Um, so you know, there was a lot of hard work went into those first two or three seasons, getting things right. And um, trying to move the club on. Um, yeah, I remember once when I think it was, I think we played away at Tame. I think it might have been Tame, and I remember they all uh, they all came in and uh, after the game, and we were sitting around the table having our food and a bite to eat. And then the guy came in, and our players couldn't believe it because you know they were dishing out their their expenses for the you know. They were like, going, you know, you know, we've just beaten them 4-0 and like they're getting expenses. <laughs> 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 it, was, it was one of them because, you know, no one, no one got paid at Benfield, um, you know, for the first two or three years there. So, yeah, it was hard work getting that off the ground. But uh, once everything was in place with the help of the fantastic people they have there, i.e., you know, the Rob Chalices and... The then chairman Rob Jones, um, you know, it, uh, it, it was uh, they made life easy for you. So it was, uh, it was, yeah, it was an enjoyable time. Uh, Tom was saying earlier that you were Binfield's most successful manager in terms of trophies. Uh, how many did you win there? And uh, did any do any stand out for you particularly? Yeah, well, we we done a, I think we done a. I think we've done a treble. Yeah, we did. We've done yes. a treble. We've done um, 
we won two cups. In fact, we could have done. We, we we actually could have won four cups that year, <laughs> and we lost <laughs> we lost the last one in the final to uh, to Highworth. But uh, you know, the season that particular season, we didn't uh, we didn't particularly do so well in the league. And uh, I remember actually saying to the players, you know, with about I think round about sort of January time. Yeah, you know, we we're still in all these cups. You know, let's let's give it a real go at like trying to bring some silverware into the club. You know, and, and concentrate on one or two of these cups as well as our as well as our league program. You know, that, the league games, the bread and butter games, they're they're, um, they're important. But um, yeah, we uh, we set about sort of perhaps you know trying to win one, maybe two of those trophies, and uh, we were fortunate enough to win three. In one season, which was uh, which was incredible, because I don't think Benfield have won anything since 1970 something. I couldn't, I, I can't remember when it was. I think, I think Alan Mitchell told me that. So he's a he's a stalwart at the club. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it was uh, it was over heady times. And the, the other thing about that as well, you know, you got to remember Benfield. I don't think we finished apart from the first season when. Um, we finished seventh or eighth the first season, and apart from that, we never finished out the top four. Um, I think we finished runners-up twice um, under my tenure, and uh, but we was always in the top four of that of that league. Um, mm. And you know, the, the other thing as well is we had we actually put together some you know a couple of fantastic teams there because um, you know putting the Davis boys together and um, getting them scoring goals, Carl and Ian, and, you know, and having uh, the basis of a, a fantastic group of players there anyway that have sort of been playing there for a while. Gary Calloway, Carl Rivers, Danny Wing, all those guys. Um, and so, yeah, it was, uh, it, it, it was, uh, you know, they were good times, really good times. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, um, one of those seasons that uh, I won't forget. Um, a couple of names you mentioned in there, uh, uh, Carl Withers and and, um, and Steve McClurg. Obviously, Steve's uh, nephew Jamie uh, has just joined Carl as as the as the joint managers at the club. Um, wh- what would you what should, what do you think about that? Do you think they'll they, they, from what I can see and what they've done this season along with Roger, they've 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 certainly improved the side. Do you think that's do you think they did you always think that they were going to go in into management in the future? Um. No, not really. Um, sort of, I, I, you know, and I, I thought not so much Carl, um, but I always thought perhaps um, perhaps Dodds would, uh, would would make that step up at some at some stage. But you know, for me, I, I think that's a, I, you know, I think that's a fantastic appointment. I, I actually um, texted Bob Bacon this morning and told him so. And, you know, I think um, you know what those guys have done done alongside Roger last year uh, was uh, was pretty special. And I think if the season had been allowed to have gone on, I think um, they would have uh, they would have had a, a, a real special season, I think. Um, so, yeah, I, I, you know, I've congratulated the pair of them um, on their appointment. And I, like I say, I think it's a great appointment for Binfield. They can, you know, they're going to have two guys that are absolutely dying to to uh, to achieve and do well and um, you know one thing that I do know about the pair of them is uh, you know they both love winning and so 
you know, <laughs> you've got that. If you can instill that attitude into your team, and I know a lot of the players that they've got there are, you know, one or one or two of them myself at Bracken, so um, you know, they're going to be in a good place uh, next uh, next season when it all kicks off. And like I say, you know, good luck to them as well. It's uh, you know, it's a brilliant appointment. Uh, getting back to uh, your managerial career, I think I'm right in saying that you've uh, managed Bracknell on three different occasions. Uh, what keeps you coming back to the Robins? Um, just I, I just love the club, Rob. It's, it's as simple as you know. Um, just you know, when you do, when you've got feelings for a place, you um, you know, mate, it's, it's very hard to sort of uh, you know go away or go somewhere else and do other things. Um, uh, you know, and it's, uh, it's, I think when I first, the second time I went back to the club, um, you know, they, they, I think they were bottom of the league and had about three points or something. It was, you know, it was, uh, you know, and I actually put that season is the hardest season I've ever had in management. And, you know, thank God it's the only relegation battle I've ever been involved in. Because it was, uh, you know, it wasn't a good experience. The pressure is incredible yeah. for starters. Um, pressure on, you know, you try and keep that away from the players, but it's you, you can't help. It, it just gets into them, and you know, you, you end up playing games, and if you don't score goals at certain times, that tenseness can be transferred to the to the players out on the pitch. It's very, very difficult. Uh, job that was keeping the keeping the club from sliding out the out out that uh, out that league um, in the first the first season we went there. So yeah, um, you know once we got that season out of the way and and uh, we we managed to stay up, um, you know then um, Steve Nevitt came in um, and, uh, and Jeff Warner came in and we had a you know we had a fantastic uh, Little set up there. Um, Jeff was coaching. Steve was the assistant manager. I was the manager, um, and Liam Day was our bag man. Um, and you know, the, the rest of it was really now. How can we improve on what we had last season? You know, because we wanted to to do well and we wanted to try and get the club up. Um, and I remember, I think we convinced me and Nebs. I think we took uh, we interviewed um, Dave Hancock in Kane's old. Office in the uh, you know in the yeah. old ground there, which was up the hill, and he had all these plans of what what the pitch was going to look like and what we you know and I remember saying to Dave, look, you know we're going to have this in you know in six months' time or whenever it is, um, you know convincing him to come and play for us, and and I think once Dave sort of decided he was going to come and play for us, um, then we sort of then Tracy come along. Um, you know, and Joe Grant come along. You know, we started to sort of get a bit of interest from some of the Ascot lads um, you know, that have been playing at Ascot. And I think Lee Boone came and played for us that first season. So we ended up with a, a really good mixture of uh, guys from Bracknell, local players from Bracknell, and uh, and one or two of the guys from Ascot coming over. And you know, and they 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 made that they made that squad stronger. And, and uh, yeah, and we ended up. Um, having, a, having an incredible season. 
It's, a, it's an interesting point, actually, Tally, that you make there, because you, you made this point earlier about bringing in, in sort of lads from Bracknell and stuff, but all the successes you've had at clubs, it seems to be with that nucleus of of local players. Is that, is that something you've actively tried to do? Obviously, aside from the first time, but since then, is that something you've actively tried to do? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I, th- I think it's... I think they have an affinity with the club, and and the other thing as well is it, it, the fan the fans want to see local people playing for Bracknell as well. You know, so I, I, you know, that's one thing I do know about people that watch football in Bracknell is you know they love seeing the you know they love seeing the Jamie McClurgs and the and the Carl Riverses and uh, you know the Mick Avonses, the John Smiths. You know the Adam Cornells. They they love the, the TJs. You know people like that. You know although TJ did come and swim in the <laughs> but <laughs> you're allowed one. You're allowed one. But you know, it, you know I'm, I'm I'm talking about local talent now. And uh, you know, and and really our gates. As soon as we you do that, your your gates shoot straight through the roof because and the, the other thing, of course, you know, winning games. As soon as you start winning games, it's it's a common factor and common knowledge that your gates go up you know 20 30 40 percent so um that's one of the reasons why i've always picked picked into the local uh, the local talent or the local pool talent if you like and and you know because it not only does it give you a good uh, a good basis to go off and, and be successful but you also get uh, you also get the fans coming in to support them and watch them um, just a just a sort of just oh sorry go on Rob. Sorry, my fingers off the screen. There, <laughs> you didn't see it. Uh, I was just going to say you're still at Bracknell now um, in a slightly different capacity. What does your role entail at the moment? Um, what what is it, your specific duties at the club? Um, basically, I'm sort of uh, I'm in uh, with uh, Steve Peters. Uh, I work with Steve Peters and Steve Shortland now. Um, uh, just making sure the club sort of we're going, you know, because there are changes happening at the club. Um, and, uh, you know, at the minute we're just, uh, uh, you know, making sure that, that, uh, that the football takes along. You know, we've got, a, you know, we've got a fantastic new manager at the club, um, in Bobby, who's, uh, you know, who's, who's come in and done an incredible job on, on the first team. Um, you know, he's really he's just what we needed, to be honest with you. He's, he's passionate. Um, he's organised. He knows what he wants. He's a real football person, and uh, you know, and you know, I tip my hat off to him because he's uh, he really has galvanised the club, not just the team. I'm on about the club, um, just how he is around the club and how he engages with everybody. You know, you might have seen this week on Twitter. You know, yeah. he's been ringing some of the fans up to check on them. You know, to make sure they're okay during the during the, uh, the COVID scare. Uh, you know, uh, that to me is a you know a guy that cares and uh, and and he's taken us. I think he's going to take us in in the right direction. I think he was a he's a great one. Mark, just to just to round things off, one one thing I just wanted to ask you, uh, as as someone who's involved in the club now, uh, and this might be slightly unfair, but you know you you had that you had that success in your second spell uh, managing the club, and and um, uh, you had the obviously the FA Cup first round. I, I, I see occasionally on 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 social media, people are asking, well, you know, this is currently the best time, you know, this is the best Bracknell team, you know, there's ever been. I feel like if I'm going to ask anyone 
this question, you're possibly the most qualified, having mm. having been in charge of some very successful Bracknell teams. Which which era of that would you say was the was the most successful, or or or, or certainly mm. the, the the best team that that you were aware of? Look, that's a question. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I tell you, all the you know the teams that have been successful. I mean, you know, I've had Steve's old Steve Steve's team that uh, you know that won the Spartan League. You know, that that was a that was a fantastic team. You know, had some had some great players in that team. Um, you know, then you're looking at that team that got to the the, the first round proper of the FA Cup and you know, very, very nearly, if it weren't for the, the amount of games we had to play towards the end of the season, we quite possibly would have got promoted, you know, automatically promoted that season as well. But I think, you know, me personally, I think when I when I look at that and say, would, our, would that team that, uh, that me, Nebs and Jeff put together, I think you'd have had to have had some side to have beaten that team. Because um, you know, I think that side had had everything. You know, we had like amazing goal scorers, um, fantastic defenders, and um, you know, in fact, the, you know, the whole group were just uh, were, were a pleasure to, to manage. Um, but you know, they had that key ingredient. They they didn't like losing. You know, all they wanted to do was win, and uh, that was uh, you know that was very apparent. When you when you looked at that group, player. so I'm gonna I'm gonna stay I'm gonna say um, <laughs> I'm gonna say that side. <laughs> uh, Rob, was there anything else you wanted to ask? No, that's been great. I've enjoyed <laughs> listening to you two go back down memory lane. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry, you've been a little bit more of a passenger on this one than uh, than than normal, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure normal service will resume. Um, Tally, thank you very much for joining us. There's one thing we normally ask everybody just at the end of each one, just to help people who are. Uh, sat in lockdown at home. Can you recommend a box set or a TV series that Mark Talentire is currently watching? Oh, there we go. Um, well, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I suppose the last box set I watched was Game of Thrones. Okay. Because I've never actually watched it right the way through. So I'm going to say that. What did you, re- what did you make of it? I did have a guy I worked with recently who'd never seen it and has just binged the whole thing and he was just astonished that he'd never watched it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I, I ended up watching what, an episode here and an episode there and catching one when, whenever I could. And in the end, I just thought, right, I've just got to sit down and watch the box. <laughs> <laughs> <So> I, <so laughs> I did. <laughs> Mark, uh, uh, thanks ever so much for joining us. Um, that was the Berkshire Football Stories podcast, pub but not in a pub chat, with Bracknell Town's Football Operations Director, Mark Tallentire. You can see more in this series by searching Berkshire Football Stories on your favourite podcast app. Uh, please subscribe for all the latest, and if you have a minute, please give us a rating and a review. Uh, all that's left to say is it's goodbye from me, Tom. It's goodbye from Rob. Goodbye. Uh, and it's goodbye from Mark. Yeah, goodbye, everybody. And just can I just give... Tom, just yep. a, sure, a, yes. a quick shout out to all the uh, NHS staff that are doing such a wonderful job in and around the country. Um, you know, let's give them a big pat on the back for what they're doing because uh, 
it's, uh, it's amazing what they're what they're doing. So, indeed. Thank you very much, all of you. Indeed, I think uh, I think we take... can all we can all echo that, Mark. Thank you very much. 